Welcome to episode four of the Disruptive Social Skills Podcast by Life Confident, where we focus on melting away shyness and social anxiety, building skyscraper confidence, and developing cloud-bursting social skills. I'm your host, Richard Gray, and today's topic is the five levels of assertiveness and the one that will gain you respect. So, either you're an assertive person who can speak up for yourself and stand your ground, or you're being passive and diminishing your place in this world. In this episode, we're going to look at five different levels of assertiveness and identify where you are at currently and how you can move to the right level. When you imagine assertive people, preconceived images may appear in your mind of a no-nonsense boss, aggressively barking orders, someone who will talk over you and dominate you in a work or social situation. If you associate negative images like these with the idea of being assertive, then your subconscious will sabotage your attempts to become that thing that you ultimately revile. With that in mind, let's begin by defining what assertive communication is and what it is not with these five levels of assertiveness. Starting with level one, passive. At this level, poor social skills translate into a passive behaviour as you allow people to regularly walk over you and wipe their feet on your self-esteem as they do so. Perhaps a childhood of negative messaging has turned a shyness trait into social anxiety and made you feel worthless as an adult. As a result, you end up occupying the bottom rung of the work ladder, where being talked down to and being told what to do is such a normalised part of life you barely even notice anymore. At the far left of this assertiveness scale, you feel you have no value in society and nothing interesting to contribute, so you don't speak up for yourself or stand up for yourself because there's nothing to stand up for. Level two, insecure. At this level, you're still stuck in a passive behaviour pattern. You will still find yourself on the lower rungs of the work ladder and low in the social pecking order where others can get the best of both worlds from you. The difference between level one and two is that you're aware of your own values, beliefs and ideas on life, but you're not confident enough yet to stand up for them. This lack of confidence makes you overcompensate by being more agreeable with the views of others. This people-pleasing behaviour makes you popular, but for the wrong reasons. You're occupying the low ground in any work or social situation, and others want to keep you there because their own sense of self feels inflated by comparison. Okay, level three, assertive. This is the middle of the scale, the level playing field, the happy medium between interpersonal and intrapersonal intelligence skills. You know your own mind, what you want, what you will settle for, and where you draw the line, etc. This is your intrapersonal emotional intelligence at play. 
translating your thoughts and ideas, your wants, your feelings into words and communicating them to others confidently and with good eye contact is your interpersonal social intelligence at play. You've found the right balance here of assertive behaviour, but good emotional intelligence means you also give others the space to express themselves, even if that means sometimes fielding constructive criticisms. Okay, level four, self-importance. At this level, you have elevated your own needs and values to where they now feel more important than those of the people around you. You arrived at level three, and then you overshot the mark. You may feel that you know better than others due to certain factors, including your higher status at work or in social groups, and the influence of level two people-pleasers massaging your ego. The need to be heard is a fundamental human need, and to have this drowned out by a level four voice creates resentment. Getting back to a healthy, assertive level means recognising that the thoughts and opinions of others are just as important as your own. Level 5. Aggressive. This is the level we first proposed that assertiveness might look like to you. A person who uses passive-aggressive behaviour to get their own way, such as dominating body language, a raised voice, belittling, even intimidation. These are the ones that have lost sight of what it means to be assertive and have become a bully instead. This is what runaway assertiveness looks like to you. Then test yourself with the following short anecdote about a dysfunctional mother-daughter relationship. Decide which of the characters was displaying real assertiveness. So, I was walking in a park one day as an unravelling mother and daughter drama drifted into earshot. They were walking towards me and I could see mum's jaw was clenched, her face set in stony granite. She'd just had an altercation with one of her daughters and now she was steaming with anger. Her two girls of about age seven were in tow. One walked silently at her side, eyes down, The other followed about five steps back, crying bitterly and holding her head. Mum turned on her crying child once again and shouted at her to shut up. It was all I could do to hide a smile and hug the girl when I heard her logical, innocent and deeply felt response to her mother's public attack. This particular girl was certainly hurting from where her mother had used her physical presence and position of authority to dominate her daughter. But instead of being bullied into passivity, the girl was determined to stand up for herself and protect her boundaries. Between gasping sobs, the girl made her defiant response. Oh, what? So you just want me to be quiet? I don't think that's how it's supposed to be when somebody hits somebody. Childhood can certainly feel like a very harsh and unfair place when we're young. A place where we walk a fine line between asserting ourselves, but not standing out too far for fear of attracting retribution and the attention of the bullies. 
We've touched upon this as being the launch stage for people who occupy level one on the assertiveness scale. In this anecdote, however, the girl had just returned served beautifully against one of the many negative messages that a child may absorb on a daily basis. Messages like, you can't do that. You're stupid. You'll never amount to anything. Words that will ultimately shape a child's belief system. Beliefs that will determine whether they arrive into adulthood, confident and ready to shape the world, or whether they will arrive bruised and battered. A world that will talk over you, try and bend you to its will, and never simply give you your place, until you realise life is passing you by, and you have to make a conscious choice to stand up and be counted. So, how to be more assertive? As a child, you have no awareness, really, of how negative messaging is writing your personality. But as an adult, you can continue using the coping strategies you developed in childhood, or you can choose to rewrite parts of your personality to reflect the way you want to be identified. In the mother-daughter anecdote, I bet you almost forgot there was a second daughter. That's because she was scared and in all probability would have meekly accepted and internalised her mother's treatment if it had been directed at her. This child may grow up to become a level two character type, using people-pleasing as a defence mechanism against attracting aggressive behaviours. Having a healthy level of assertiveness in your character first means bringing your own opinions, your own beliefs and your own boundaries into focus, then getting comfortable with them. The second part is to stand up and confidently express them when the time is right. In the beginning, this may mean speaking up before you can overthink it and revert back to a passive response. So, you need to teach others how to treat you. We can't expect others to listen to us unless we first show them how we want to be treated. You can do this by demonstrating your willingness to genuinely listen to the other person and take their needs and perspectives into consideration. Doing this is the difference between level four self-importance and showing others you value their views. This comes with the proviso that you don't go too far with this and let your own boundaries be compromised, sending you back to level two. Protecting your boundaries, like the girl in the anecdote did, and keeping within level three, will keep the playing field level between you and others, and gain their respect, even when you sometimes say no to their requests. Thank you for listening. This has been the Disruptive Social Skills Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and anywhere that good podcasts can be found so you don't miss out on the next amazing episode. To find out more about Life Confidence, world-exclusive programmes such as the Social and Emotional Intelligence Masterclass or the Small Talk Masterkeys programme, visit lifeconfident.com. Thanks for listening. I've been Richard Gray, and you've been amazing.